0: This is the word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. (laughs) Hallelujah. Okay, let's read. Let's read Psalm 23. Very popular psalm. The Lord is my shepherd. Somebody say it. As a result of that, I shall not want. Verse 2. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still water. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Mm. Yeah, do I walk through the valley of shadow of death? I fear no evil. Why? For thou art with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Well, the voice should comfort you. But some need rod and staff. Well, staff can be a very strong word. <laughs> Amen. Anyway, they comfort me. Verse 5. You prepare a table before me in the presence of. Of my enemies. Wow. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely. Once you are anointed, goodness and mercy will follow you. He said you anointed my head with oil. My cup. My cup runs over. Because in they are annoying. God bless you. You can sit down. Where's Sister Kevin? should have sat here. I would have made them to sit down earlier. Are you with me? <laughs> so we had meeting one night. And I said, okay. So anytime I ask him to stand and I'm reading the Bible, if I see her, I will remember the repentance. So I quickly ask everybody to see that. But now she sat here. Maybe you should beg her to be sitting here. That way, if I'm seeing her directly, you'll be sitting now earlier in every service. and we sat today. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. One thing I love about this church, if you correct me of anything, if you are right, I will change. I will not try and hide it under God's. Are you sure? No, no, no. If it's uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> Amen one lady saw me say, I said, what's your name? He said, Pastor, this is the third time you are asking. Then <laughs> I promised that from the middle to the office, I was reciting the name. So I would not forget. I said, if I ask this lady one more time, <laughs> so, amen. Now, don't ask me after I for your name. I've forgotten. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Yeah. Mm. Thou anointed my head with oil. He said, My cup. Runs over. Runs over. John says something about Jesus in John 3.34. Let's read. John 3.34. We have been talking about the anointing. For in whom God sent, speaking the words of God, for God giveth not the spirit by measure to him. Now, from this scripture, you will realize that their spirit or their anointing is given in measures. But the Bible says concerning Jesus, it was given beyond measure. No measure. But for every man, there are measures. And you can move from one level of anointing to another level. I don't know why this came to me. Maybe this is uh, a word for somebody. Just a little away even though it's still under the topic of the anointing, but from what we are saying, when Elijah brought down rain, Elijah, sorry, brought down rain, false Kings thing and after he messed up the prophets of Baal, and the rain was about to fall, the Bible says Elijah told Ahab, Go. I hear the sound of abundance. Then he said, Go home quickly and Ahab began to ride his chariots and he was going home and Elisha stayed there all of a sudden something happened that shocked Ahab maybe he had moved from here to Beggar or from here to yaba he just saw somebody zoom running on legs ahead of horses and it turned out to be an old man called Elijah that he left on the mountain maybe three hours ago there are nothing else people to overtake. Yes, the hand of God was upon Elijah and he began to run. The hand of God, there is a speed that the anointing gives that cannot be gotten any other way. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says, and the hand of God was upon Elijah and he gathered his lot and he ran before Ab to the entrance of Jezreel. Let's say they were going to you together and Elijah was ready on Tommy like that. Uh, so Ayah was already not terminal, and Elijah was still here and before they knew what was happening he overtook like that and there was no sign of tiredness on him afterward. There is ah this grace is so strong. But what I want to call your attention to this morning, first of all is that it's in dimensions. If you remember where we started from, once you are born again, there's already an anointing in you, but not necessarily on you. And what we are talking about uh, what we are stressing in this subject in particular is the anointing coming on you. And we have talked about Cyrus. And we have talked about Samson. You remember. And we have talked about Elisha. Different people. Philip was a deacon; He was ordained. Oh this is, we need the anointing. He was ordained because they were complaining that foods were not being distributed equally. Saints who don't walk by the anointing don't know what they are missing. Your efforts, you need the power of God to come upon your mortality. That unusual things might begin to happen. Philip just never knew. And I'm going to say something about service because um, what I want to share is to first of all, stress the fact that which are, that are there are levels in the anointing, and I just what do you do to cause the anointing to come on you or to move you from one dimension to another? You know, it's very similar to the vision. They said, walking. And Ezekiel walked in that 1,000 cubit, And the water got to his ankle. Level one. And the angel said, that This is just the beginning. He measured another 1,000. And the water got to his knee. Another one. Another symbol of the Holy Bible says, "He brought me to the waters where to the ankle, so there is ankle anointing. Again, he measured a thousand and he brought me through. And there is a new level. You cannot swim in ankle. You can't even swim when it's on your knees." Then he said he brought me through the waters again level. He measured a thousand, and it was a river that I could not pass over. For the waters were waters to swim. a river that could not be passed over. Now, this is how I just want to say this today. It will apply more to ministers, even if they are mightily anointed by God. The anointing does not stay at that level at all times. There are meetings that. Burning, ministering, and himself passing out, falling. He can rise so much because he can't stay on your mortal body for too long. If you say good morning to your parents under the anointing, they will fall down. And then your children, so they wake up, the fall down. The and then your wife, so permanently they will be on the floor. Amen. So, it's not always on you. So, (laughs) there are measures. And even if you're heavily anointed, it sort of stays at a level. But after a time of prayer, after a time of worship, after a powerful meeting, the can rise so highly. Now, when it gets to river, it controls you. What that you speak that so the same Jesus the soldiers took him and they were beating him, and nothing happened to them. But a woman just touched his clothes and then she got healed. The same person. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. Amen. So there are levels in this thing. Just like every other thing. But what I want to call your attention to is what should I do in working in the anointing? And I want to show you about four important things. But I will start with just this one for service. Number one, value the anointing. Serious, I mean, seriously value the anointing. One of the people that carried this successfully, even though he made a lot of mistakes in the Old Testament, was David. But you will notice something about David. 1 Samuel 24, verse 5. He used that word almost four times. But I just want to give us one example. When he was talking about Saul, Saul had threatened to kill David. And he was going to do it, Saul was pursuing David. And Saul got to a cave. Maybe he wanted to eat himself. So the soldiers were outside and they were in. And they did not know that David and the warriors who were considered bandits <laughs> by Saul, they were in the cave. And they were whispering and the cave was dark. And Saul came maybe removed his garments and was trying to eat himself. And the men said to David, Now finally God has brought your enemy. David was an Old Testament man who understood some principles of the New Testament. And David said that, so he too wanted to kill the guy. And then he changed said, No, he said, I cannot kill the Lord's anointed. So he just cut the part of the clothes. You know, king was, kings were always wearing flowing robe. Cut the robe. And even with that, the Bible says, have what David has smote him, because he has cut off Saul's kids. This one has many ramifications which I won't go into today. Your clothes also represent your level in the spirit. And it represents your authority. Now, why did this happen to David? Why did he feel bad? Cutting Saul's garment, not even cutting saw. His garment was part of his authority. David must have realized Samuel was going And Saul was begging Ogai And held the skirt And tore it And Samuel turned back And said that For what you have done The kingdom is torn away from you And that was how Saul lost the kingdom If you read very well Samuel was still planning to intercede Because he loved Saul Saul was the first king he ever ordained And there was a bond between them the first time Saul disobeyed God, Samuel cried all night long, Lord, please. Then God said, you know what? I'm going to give him another chance. The first one, was, he offered what he was not supposed to offer. Then in chapter 15 of first Samuel, God gave him another chance. He said to Samuel, okay, go and tell him now. Go kill the Amalekites and don't spare anybody. And he disobeyed again. And God said to Samuel, how long will Saul disobey me? He said, I have refused him. The Bible says that latter part of chapter 15, so Samuel prayed over and God said so Samuel that oh boy No, get your oil The anointing I just moved to someone else Samuel didn't like that message Because he loved Saul He tried to control Lord, what is anointing you? This guy kept Agag Samuel killed Agag By himself And as he was going, he turned Saul held his kids and then the thing God turned in His hand, and Samuel turned back. The one that was praying for him before, he said, "You know what? What you have just done now, my scared that you, you have just done now, you have just lost the kingdom." So when David called, called Saul's garments. Ah, the Bible says it's a small thing. He said, "This is the Lord's anointed." The debates in the church has been. Because certain ministers of the gospel have misbehaved. I shared with them on Wednesday. This is why it should be around on Wednesday. If you read church history, only few men, this is why God does not give great anointing very easily. Only few men have been able to carry it to the end without scandals. And before you run your mouth, if it lands on you, you might draw more crooked lines for the body. It's not easy for mortal man to handle power beyond a certain threshold. I get what i'm saying this is why it, 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 it's do you think god doesn't want every one of you here like peter that your shadow you are passing and they are putting the sick you know what it means when you tell your md that about this time tomorrow our income will double in this office look at what we get you know what it means when you can call forth anything you know what it means when you speak to a nation and command a terrorist over a nation To die in 24 hours and When what happened to Samuel The Bible says that Is words don't fall to the ground In other words God actually covenanted with Samuel If you talk I'm under an obligation to fulfill whatever you say That is the meaning of the powers of the age to come Age to come is the age we are going to be living in later After rapture And some men on earth here Can walk in the powers of the age to come but before God gets a Christian to that level, oh, And part of what we have to happen is what I'm saying. Because when you value, you cannot even work in what you don't value. When Ketrikuma will be ministering, Benny will arrive at the meeting five hours before Ketrikuma. And he will be looking at the woman like this. Those who value. Sons of the prophet today. And they were telling Elijah that today God will take away your master. They did not even say our master. They saw him as the one whose songs are blessing the entire body beyond their church. There is always a story behind. Days of wilderness. In the kingdom we don't show up without due process. We can almost use one word. God loves you but I don't think he trusts you right now. Otherwise, what is the point? What, why in the tests? At least one business many years ago, 10 tests that the anointed will go through. Before you are tests and people are failing this thing. God was watching David. If David had killed Saul, Absalom would have killed David. When Absalom decided to fight his father, he did not understand. He was fighting a man that there was no innocent blood on. You can't get him. But you see, emotion would have made him to do it. He, he's seeking me. He's, and you know, when I, when I watch and then people go in the public, I was in that church for 10 years, know, they say all those things and people will applaud them. Even those who applaud them cannot help them anyway. It doesn't mean they will help you. All you enjoy for that moment is saying what you are saying on here. Hallelujah. There can come a time in your life God himself will make people withdraw from you. Because I told, (laughs) was it on Sunday? I said on Wednesday. Your father, your father is too nice to give you the kind of drilling that you need. So at times God will put you in the hands of the cruel, and it is God. All things work together. The father bought Joseph a coat of many colors. Wearing the coat of many colors, you cannot become a prime minister. You to be a prime minister, you must first of all go to prison, go into slavery, and go to prison. And your father is too kind to take you to prison. So God took him away from his father's house. I get what I'm saying. The same thing, Moses grew up in the palace. And God said, I see, you cannot lead people through wilderness for 40 years as a butter boy in palace. So he first went on to get And he, he was the one moving that. with He first of all did 40 years in that wilderness. So when he was 80, God said, I don't do 40 years. Okay, go bring people out because you are going to take them through 40 years again. They were complaining. Moses never complained. He didn't tell that. I see all this things you are facing. I faced for 40 years. We are even men. You now it's better. You know, when suffering, when you are many suffering, <laughs> it's easier than the only one. So look at it. You are going. In my own, say, when I was passing through this, this desert, there was no manna. No manna. And I went through it. Now you, you are getting manna. A pillar of cloud by day, pillar of fire by night You are sick of, you are very silly. That was what they were, but It was not looking at they Look at these people. You don't understand. It was me and Jethro. Sheep passing through all these things. I David said, The Lord anointed. Whatsoever your sense in your spirit, and I told you there are different, it's not the anointing is not only for casting out devils, and there's an anointing for wealth like Cyrus cities can be open before you there's an anointing to govern if it's on you there is no politics that they can put together that we are fed to appointments because we are running divine errands that was what was on Daniel Daniel obviously was anointed but he did not pray for the sick it was administrative kind of anointing four kings four kings so it was not normal to change your MD four times and each one as soon as as soon as they sat on the throne like they they looked for Daniel. Nebuchadnezzar did it, Belshazzar did it. Daniel chapter 5, Nebuchadnezzar Daniel chapter 2 or chapter 1. Belshazzar chapter 5, Darius and Bible chapter 6 and later Bible said that even Darius the Mede Four different kings and each one after their coronation like this, they will start looking. Where, where, there's this Daniel. None of them said, and these were kings from three different nations. Nebuchadnezzar and Belshazzar were, were from Babylon. Darius was from media persia And then, was a the media And then Cyrus from Persia. So, Europe, Arab, Americans, all of them promoting one man. An annoying thing. The Bible says an excellent spirit was found. I'm stopping there this morning. You know as I look around everybody may this excellent spirit begin to function so much in you that your recommendations oh she can list them. as soon as they poured the oil on David as soon as the oil landed on him and he was anointed an announcement was made in palace that Saul needed somebody to play for him. Why not before that time? David was playing to the sh- Most of his songs were composed when he was alone with the sheep. The ability was there. And now I'm going to get into this second service. The ability was there. You can care so much for the sick, and when the anointing comes on you, now you can now solve the problem. I you get what I'm saying? So David, the, the anointing didn't teach him how to play. He was already playing. But no matter what he could play, he just never grew past playing to the sheep. Even his own father was not interested in the song. When he did his album launch, the father didn't buy the CD. The brothers did not buy the CD. But one day Samuel showed up in their house. Oh, like he's done. And they said, we will not sit down until he comes and he poured the oil on him and immediately and another was made and look at the guy that recommended David, he had seen David before that day, look at 1 Samuel 16 what the guy said, I have seen the son of Jesse, the king said I need somebody to play It's as if that guy's memory just came by you know what happened, he was passing David every time David didn't mean anything to him but when they are anointing it there are things, good things all of you that you have done there are Things you have studied, things you have done that they appear as if nobody's noticing that is because the anointing is not working yet. A certification you did and left somewhere, an experience you gain somewhere, and anywhere you go, nobody's talking about it. They are not talking about those things. There is even a physical strength or attribute you possess. The anointing can be very strong. So, what happened to one of uh, one of the sisters in protocol? The time I ask people that now, by the for those who listen to this, I'm I'm I don't stand there to ask people to come and give their salary or give that. I say, no, I believe in time to give, and but I believe in giving as you are led. What we did that time was I said to people that not your salary, not your income, but that can you pray and God say, Lord, our church is doing something I want to give, send me seed to give. And we all pray the same prayer. You remember, we've done it two times now, and I said, If you believe, God will send you money. It won't be your salary. It won't be your regular income. It will be an unexpected money. Give it to God. Then spend your salary. It sounds like a good deal. But I told all of you that you'll be tempted. Imagine you're earning 700k every month. And I lead you in this prayer. And somebody walks up to you from nowhere and gives you 3 million. You will think about the car you want to buy. And once you do, you are forsaking your own mercy. Yes. You think Satan will sit down and say, Correlation, now that your money has come. They might call you that money is sick. Things will stand because your devotion must be t- tested. But if you obey, multiplication will start. It is true. You know, I'm sensing the anointing. I only, want, I only do it under the anointing. I'm sensing again. Maybe we shall do it again. Lift up your right hand wherever you are. Say, Heavenly Father, your word says, in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 10, that you give seed, to the sower I ask for seed it is not my salary it's not my regular income give me a seed from an unexpected source and I will give it to you say Lord I promise i just set up some of you again I hope <laughs> let's rise <laughs> hallelujah <laughs> glory to God it will shock you what will happen from this we just pray now but hope you'll be faithful Hallelujah. Because you can have it and your car can break down. Satan will try his best. Thank you, Lord Jesus. But I see all over you the anointing of the Spirit of God. They work for everybody's for service and excellent spirits at work in you. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining the church, is beyond a religion, it is joining God's family, and that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are if you want to give your heart to Christ, just the time you say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, we'll be late. You are born again. You are part of your family right now. You can go out and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. you.